Three, two, one, execute. Life is 10% what you make it and 90% how you take it. My name is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA LLC based in California. And uh, Real People USA, we interview a lot of uh, interesting people. Today, we have a returning podcast guest, Rhonda Kennedy. Excuse me, attorney Rhonda Kennedy, a Republican candidate running in uh, District 30, California District 30 against Adam Schiff. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to talk to Rhonda and she's going to just tell us a lot of great things that she's working on. So without further delay, I would like to welcome Rhonda Kennedy to the Real People USA podcast. Good morning, Rhonda. How are you doing? Good morning, Rick. I'm, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Great. 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 Now, I, I have to say this. I have to say this. I know you probably want to cuss on this podcast episode because of the things that you have experienced in the last couple of years and to the current date. Now, I want to cuss too, but we both must refrain from cussing on this episode because we need to maintain our composure, even though, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I know you're going to talk about a lot of stuff. So, um, you know, so we, we have to uh, at least exhibit some decorum <laughs> in this podcast episode, but I do know that you would just love to cuss right now because you have a lot to cuss about. So, um. <laughs> well, you, you don't have a button. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't. But I don't want to use it that much. <laughs> Come on, I'd be hitting that button every five or ten <laughs> seconds between you and I. So anyway. Uh, you're running for you're, you're a California attorney and you've been very busy and you're running for Congress this is your uh, second time around uh, you're running as a Republican for Congressional District 30 against your favorite congressperson your California's favorite con congressperson Adam Schiff and by the way people Rhonda's website is RhondaKennedy.com Rhonda without the H so I've, I've learned that from you and I have some questions about the race against Adam Schiff and related subjects. But first, I want to congratulate you on defending a Placerville, California, El Dorado County restaurant owner who faced extreme county government tyranny. So please talk about the Placerville restaurant owner first. Well, um, this poor restaurant is a very popular, very famous restaurant in um in place of real. And uh, I came in on the tail end of it. Case just got over. Um, Sheriff Mack, I saw him down at uh, Reawaken America and was telling me about this case and asked me if I was there, is there anything I could do to to help these patriots um, in their legal fight. Um, they were, were taking it on the loan, um, pro per, and you know what happens when, when people take on cases for themselves. Um, it really doesn't turn out too well. And, and on top of that, my, my poor clients were taking advice from, you know, people, people given, you know, you should do this, you should do that. And I'm like, no, you shouldn't have done that. So, um, I, I, I came in, I, I came, I came in on, on Sunday afternoon, sat with my clients for about six hours, went through the mountain of pleading paperwork that they had. And, um, and the hearing was on Monday with the next day, which was a, um, a hearing for a permanent 
restraining order. There was a temporary one that was um, issued. And so going through the file, I found the procedural defects and, um, in the case. And, and I was able to basically save the county from moving forward with the preliminary, from, with the permanent injunction. Um, and that got the case that that got that, got the, the, um, and also my clients were charged with contempt as well. And there was a contempt trial that was coming up on April 11th. So I don't know, just explain to everyone, um, when you're found in contempt in civil court, it's, it's quasi criminal because you can face jail time. You can face, um, five days for each count of contempt. So that my clients were actually facing jail time on these contempt charges. Um, and, um, because it, it, when you're charged with a contempt, you're actually entitled to a public defender because it's quasi criminal. And so, you know, many people don't know that. And of course, the people that were given legal advice online and that does, they don't know that. So I was able to get that set back, taken off calendar for my arguments that, that basically the corporation um, was not getting due process because they weren't served. And an individual can't represent a corporation, only an attorney can. So therefore, the corporation they did not have due process because the proper procedure wasn't followed. Um, so I, we were all happy. Got that case down and out. Then I find out, oh, there's an unlawful detainer action that's pending um, heard that afternoon at 1.30 on the, on the same case, but that case was just too far gone. It, the, they, um, they had already defaulted. Um, so there was not much I could, I, I could do there, which is, which is really disappointing. So you get, you get a win, uh, and the stay from the county, and then you have the landlord that, uh, you know, file the eviction action. However, I, after reading the pleadings of, from the landlord, the case is so defective. They didn't even plead properly. But once the case is defaulted, you can't even defend it. So now I'm in the process of filing um, a motion to set aside, set aside the default so that we can move forward. We can go back and then move forward um, with the case on its merits, which is defendable. So they, they, they had already they had already obtained the landlord had already obtained a writ of possession, which is an order from the court giving possession back to the back um, to the landlord, um, giving the you know property back to the landlord to take possession. You know, all off the retainers is all about who has possession of the property. So that's the mess. So I'm, I'm dealing with that, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident the judge will set aside the default there, you know, 90, 95% of the time they set aside. Nice. Nice. Now, uh, you were, you were recently endorsed by Roger Stone and general Michael Flynn over the last two weeks. And these two endorsements carry a lot of uh, political weight in the Republican party. And you also, the last election cycle, you ran in Congre Congressional District 26 against uh, Brownlee and lost, you know, kind of. And now <laughs> you've decided to run in Congress Congressional District 30 against Adam Schiff. Please tell our audience what happened in 26 and why the Schiff, pun intended, <laughs> to run against <laughs> Adam Schiff in Congressional District 30. <laughs> Well, um, you know, after after I got my win in the um, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, you know, on January 20th, 
you know, there's a lot of buzz of, about me. And, um, you know, I was, was asked, um, they thought about, you know, running against um, someone else, like Adam Schiff. Um, that I'm just a, a, a wasted uh, candidate up here running against a no-name because I'm, I'm too good, you know, too good of a, a challenger. And um, so I, you know, after after the fiasco up here in Ventura County and uh, and fighting against, you know, um, some powers in Ventura County, um, I I decided to, you know, to say why am I? Yeah, right, I I am. Um, you know, I'm I'm a fighter. I'm, you know, I'm pretty well known. And and I said, you know, yeah, I mean, Adam Schiff. I mean, he he's gonna have a hard time with me and I'm, I'm probably just the one that that could beat him and uh, so I switched over and um, pulled my papers three days after I pulled papers Adam Schiff does a fundraising email about me I'm a far right Trump Republican you know you know the same old story you know they, I, I think they need new writers because they, they just come up with the same old recycled uh, beat every day because I can't cut but um, so I, I switched over and um, Adam Schiff is running scared Schiff is Schiff running scared because just two days ago he puts out another fundraising email pleading for help from his supporters puts a picture of me up there with you know picture of, of Roger Stone and I up there and just talking all kinds of smash about me and I'm like I'm like well are, are we desperate and uh, of course he, he's talking about racism and blah 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 and, 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 and I'm like excuse me Adam um, so did you not put my picture up there? Did you not see that I'm a black woman? So now you're exactly. saying that I'm a self-hating black woman that just hangs around a bunch of racists. You know, I, I thought maybe he thinks I'm like, you know, the, that Dave Chappelle character who was black and blind and was was a member of the KKK because he, you know, he didn't know he was black. I'm like, it's 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 comical. You know, they're pulling up straws. And I'm like, I, I'm like, uh, Adam Schiff needs a new fundraising writer because it's the same old thing, same old stuff. And so, but he called, you know, he says, I'm the leading Republican um, in this race, which is true. I'm the only Republican in this race who, who has any chance of taking out Adam Schiff. I'm the only Republican in this race who Adam Schiff is afraid of and fundraising off of. And um, I can't wait till the main event. You know, like right now we're watching, we're watching the, you know, the undercard fighting fights and we're just waiting for the main event because you know i'm gonna be mike tyson <laughs> i love it and now you went now you said that um <clears throat> adam shift used a photo of you and and roger stone now we're talking about los angeles okay so uh roger i mean adam shift big mistake pal because now you just showed that republicans are black re black republicans can be an, an attorney, and you're going to have a lot of uh, minorities in Los Angeles. They're going to say, "Hmm, someone that that can work for us to help us out." And we'll get to some of the fiasco that Los Angeles County is dealing with, and Adam Schiff is a, is a, is in the forefront of all these disasters. But here's my next question: You announced your run for Congressional District 30. And all hell broke loose in Southern California. Why do you think people are having political seizures? Because a black woman, an attorney, changed her mind to pursue 
a bigger endeavor? You know, it, it, California is, is a very strange state. Um, and on one hand, it's California and the powers that be in California claim that California is such a, um, you know, a forward-thinking, progressive state, blah, 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 blah. However, I find, I found the most racist, discriminatory people here in California. And, um, like, for example, I got contacted by the Secretary of State because my ballot designation is civil rights attorney. And, you know, I'm sure Adam Schiff picked up the phone and said, I, you know, as civil rights attorney, it's going to be more difficult for me to overcome a black woman that's a civil rights attorney and try to get my my ballot designation changed like to say that i had to i had to i had to i got an email that i needed to show and, and confirm that i am a civil rights attorney why are you questioning me whether or not i'm a civil rights attorney are you questioning anybody else like that about their ballot doesn't why do i have to prove that i do civil rights i mean google it yes i i'm sorry but the second amendment that's a civil right okay i do you know i protect constitutional rights of people those are civil rights and and then my second designation was wife mother attorney however a mother is fine but being a wife is not an occupation it's a status so i'm like so so basically what you're saying is stay-at-home wives who don't have children need not apply for mm. congress to represent this country in congress and i'm like and this is a progressive state but you're basically telling women you need to have a career outside of the home in order to run you know uh for state office and have that on your ballot as your ballot designation to say that you are a white and and so i'm just you know so we deal with all these little things in California, and they're not very um, progressive as they as they claim to be. And I fight California so much in the court on things that are not progressive, things that are that are uh, you know harmful to women. Um, you know, like including I, I I I wanted to do this in the legislature if I was elected in 2018. But you know, when you're when you're divorced, when you get divorced. Um, you can't be, uh, you, you're removed from your spouse's insurance because you're not married anymore. And then you have no health insurance. And I had a client who had health issues, was in a divorce, got divorced, got removed from the, the health policy of her ex-spouse and ended up on Medi-Cal. So who's taking care of her medical bills now? The people of California. And I'm like, why does the, you know, legislators should pass where you know, um, that there should be an option for divorced spouses to be able to remain on the health insurance at, you know, at the same rate. Because, you know, when you're stuck with no insurance, you're either starting over buying and and you can't afford to pay for a high policy because, you know, these policies are ridiculous. Um, And so we end up, you know, people end up on the system and we end up paying for it. So that's just, I mean, that's just fair common sense. But of course, you know, when, when insurance companies um, are, you know, donating and, 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 and paying, you know, um, politicians, of course they get, of course they get breaks. 
and, and we'll just oh we'll just pass the cost on to the people. It's fine. Oh, you know, like we, the, the, the health insurance companies were during you know during the, the 2008 recession, uh, they were the only ones making a profit. I mean, billion dollar profit. You know, and then Trump came in and changed all that. And, um, you know, they, they weren't happy about that. But, uh, you know, Trump came in and changed all that and, 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 uh, policies went down. Um, but that's, that's progressive California for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so now you're in the big city, the big metro area. I think Los Angeles is the second largest city in America. And these political groups, they're going crazy trying to reconfigure and reevaluate because some of these political groups have these these candidates that have been sitting on the runway waiting for an opportunity to run and you have a primary opponent who has a you know a pretty decent professional background I believe he worked in law enforcement and he's one of your primary opponents I'm not sure if you have others but he's the one that a lot of people are are just talking about what what can you say when you when you look at what you have done as an attorney and the, the, the work you did in Ventura County, the work you just did in El Dorado County and all the, the, the community service that you have done as a, as a as a citizen? I mean, because you know, we talked about this the other day, you have worked harder than 99 percent of the candidates as a citizen. You have worked more as a citizen than some of these incumbents have worked so how do you what do you how do you make sense of all these people trying to uh downplay the significance of of ronda kennedy running in cd30 well i say that they just been drinking the, the haterade because um you know that's just pure they're, they're just pure hate on me and as i you know we should be working together and i'm like i'm like this I'm like President Trump. I'm a counterpuncher. I'm a counterpuncher. I'm not a bully. But best to believe, if you come for me, I'm defending myself and I'm come and I'm coming for you. You're going to be hiding on the rock when I finish chasing you down. But they actually, and that's and that's a that's a large mistake. People like I'm the, I'm very nice. I'm very nice. Um, and I, I'm not I I'm I'm not just off the bat aggressive. And then people underestimate me because then they do something and they're like, oh my God, where'd she come from? Who, who, who's this woman? Because I'm a completely different person. That's what happens. That's what I do in court too. I'm, I'm very nice outside the courtroom. I'm just like friendly with my opposing counsel. We chit chat, we talk about stuff, but we get in the courtroom, we're on the, on the opposite side and there's no mercy. <laughs> but that's what, that's what, I'm not even calling him an opponent. I'm going to call him a pet because that's what he is. He's not an opponent. Um, um, Adam Schiff isn't talking about him. Adam Schiff isn't afraid of him. And I just have to say, I have Roger Stone, and his campaign manager manager is my former hair and makeup artist from the 2020 campaign. And then moved into my hair and makeup and personal assistant to got my coffee every morning. That kept my schedule. That's who's running his congressional campaign against Adam Schiff. And I have Roger Stone, you know, the man that made five presidents, including Donald Trump. Um, there's no competition. I just received, um, by a landslide, the endorsement of the LA GOP. Um, so I, I have the I have the endorsement 
And, you know, it, it, it's so bad that the his campaign manager, and I'm saying that like that loosely, his campaign manager was calling members of my 2020 congressional race staff asking them for information like where did I get my signs and where did I get this how did I do that like stealing my proprietary information from my campaign to try and help my opponent I mean that's scandalous how scandalous is that and then this person um, is also the LA LA city director for Blexit I mean I know Blexit I, I so I, I sent a letter to them and asking them oh wait excuse me you're a 501c3 how is how is your LA director doing a campaign and acting as campaign manager for for a congressional candidate? Yeah. And then you know, and going after and then going after me, the black candidate, going after me, Blexit, and uh, not Blexit. Uh, let me let me strike that, not Blexit. However, the LA director of Blexit, and so. They just got hit. They got up. They got, I sent my. I sent them a cease and desist from my office for for to the to his campaign because she is an actor of the campaign and he is vicariously liable for her actions. So I put him on notice. So if it happens again, now he is he is liable. And I told him I will go. I will go in for an injunction to prevent him from contacting people on my campaign, and I'll go for damages because your 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 agent is going after my proprietary information. And That's then right. and then Blexit got a letter. And then all of a sudden oh, and then the, the eighty two the eighty two minute and, and and sixty minute um um Instagram videos that were, went up talking about me uh, just miraculously disappeared. You see, because you know I don't need to bash you on social media. I have I I have a law degree and I'm licensed in the state of California to practice law. I beat the county of Ventura twice. Do you honestly think you're going to take Rhonda Kennedy on and have me cower and run away? I don't think so. So they took those. They took those Instagram videos down that that we both saw. Yes, they're gone. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> I, I don't play. I, I do not play. Oh, and then his and then his one supporter. I think they're probably related. Obviously, didn't look Rhonda Kennedy up because. This fool had the audacity to call me a rhino, and oh. then I'm not a patriot. Oh, and, no. I'm not, and then I don't, yeah, and and question my support of the Constitution. Are you kidding me? I live and will die by the Constitution. And Are we talking about that real estate broker? Yes. If you can call him at that real estate broker, yeah. You go ahead and keep selling real estate. I'm gonna go ahead and keep fighting for people's rights. Okay, because what happens is when you have a problem, when you have a constitutional problem, you got to pick up the phone, you got to drop a retainer, you got to hire an attorney. You know what I do when there's a constitutional problem? I pick up my laptop, I draft a complaint, and I file it in court. That's what I do. And it costs you no money. It costs me zero dollars. Zero. And trust me, I know how much some attorney bills are because I send them out to my clients. I'm only four fifty an hour, but think about that. That's that's reasonable in California. You're going to be upwards. Of, you try. You're going to be upwards, especially in federal court. You're going to be upwards of seven hundred and fifty dollars to a thousand dollars an hour. Wow, wow. So <clears throat> another question. Uh, people were saying, well, you know, you're Rhonda Kennedy. You're an attorney. 
and the your primary opponent worked in law enforcement, which is a very noble op- occupation. There's nothing you know negative to say about that. No. How do you think working as an attorney, working on criminal cases, compares in this political spectrum? Not not occupationally, but in this political spectrum, how do the two compare? Well, <laughs> I'm a civil rights attorney, and he's a police officer. So basically, I, I defend the people whose civil rights were violated by people like him. Um, and it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. And those bad apples give good officers a bad name. And I have one right now that's sitting in jail because this officer he actually destroyed evidence and falsified a police report just to make my client guilty. A woman. Mm. That all came out. He got arrested. I made sure it came out. Didn't sound. It didn't seem right. My client called me and was telling me what happened. I said, No, 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 no. That's not right. And um, she reported it, but just so happened another officer had also reported it. And I commend that officer. I don't know who he is. He didn't. He you know stayed anonymous, but he reported because it didn't seem right to him either. And because of that. this officer was arrested, charged, and ultimately convicted when he pled. They're felony. Now, this is just one that got caught. I wonder how many other cases he was on where he falsified and destroyed evidence. He destroyed evidence. You understand what I'm saying? He destroyed evidence that would exonerate my client. She passed the drug test. He claimed she was on drugs. She passed the drug test that he gave her and he threw it away and had her and, and arrested her and sent her to the county jail for to wait to get out on bail had had this not come out my client probably would have went to, went to jail or been on probation right now mm-hmm. this is that is a constitutional it's not about the police versus the people or the people versus the police this this is a constitutional issue the constitution that's, That's the right. problem. So, because he violated her constitutional rights. So I just want to let people know that when people hear about Republicans, they say Republicans only do Republican things. And I just want to set the record straight based on the example that you just gave, Rhonda, that Republican Republicans, especially yourself, especially in a place like Los Angeles, Rhonda Kennedy... The Republican does right things. And, you know, you know, regardless if, you know, someone's arrested or something, you are an attorney who your job is to make sure that person has uh, their their day in court and that all the laws are followed, regardless of political uh, affiliation of your of your client. Yeah, I don't. uh, That's not a prerequisite to hire me. To say, I don't say, oh, hey, and what party are you affiliated with? No, the Constitution doesn't say that it, 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 it only protects certain people. It only protects certain people in, in a, in, as a member of a party. No, the Constitution protects every American in this country. Every American in this country is afforded the right 
to be um, to be protected by the Constitution. And I just want to say one other thing. I, 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 these trolls on social media just crack me up. I get a troll that is being sarcastic and talking about, oh yeah, because I want to go back to slavery. I want to help like the the, the slave owning founding fathers, and I want to go back to helping them, and um, uh, so that we can have slavery again and the racist Constitution. And and the, and I'm like. I'm like, do you, do you know what the Constitution was? It how it was, why it was formed, what it was intended for, intended to protect everybody? Because there was like, oh, you know, because slaves weren't even people. But look where we are today. Okay, I'm running for Congress. Um, you know, even though he wasn't he wasn't a good president, we did have a black president. Um, that would have happened at you know back in the day, and there are so many advancements for minorities in America, particularly black people who, you know, just, you know, just about what, 160 some years ago, they were, they were slaves. We were on someone's plantation working for free, no education. You were right. If you were caught with a book, you'd be hung, you know, but look where we are today. You know why we're here today? You know why we have these advancements? Because of the constitution. The constitution, um, was always in place to protect people. And now the country has now caught up with the Constitution. Now think about that. We're in 2022, but our country is now caught up to the Constitution. Because if there wasn't for the Constitution, there would be no um, Brown versus, versus the Board of Education. There would be no um, that made, you know, desegregated the schools. Loving the Virginia. That prior to loving the Virginia, Virginia, if you were in certain countries in the in the Democrat South and you entered into an interracial relationship like my husband and I, we would go to jail. The Lovings went to jail for being married because he was white and she was black. They had to run and leave their state and their family and go to D.C. because if they went back home, they would be arrested. And the judge told them to leave or you're going or you're going back to jail. And they left. Okay, this this is this is the country we lived in, you know. And so there would be no Miranda v. Um, Arizona, for there would be no, um, you know, Miranda rights. That's where Miranda came from. Miranda rights is because Miranda was a person. Miranda versus Arizona. That's why you you have your rights right to you when you're arrested. That is the Fifth Amendment and the Constitution. Every law that derives in this country comes from the Constitution. How is that racist? That's right. That's right. You're absolutely right. And I just want to add to that. I mean, uh, minorities, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, uh, we all have the opportunity now to do incredible things with our talents. Uh, we can we can sing and dance and make multi-billion dollars. We can take a round rubber ball and stick it in a round hole and make $40 million a year doing that. We can be, you know, very educated and, and like Dr. Ben Carson, who grew up in the hood of, of Detroit, you know, came became the uh, the top neurosurgeon that separated, uh, I believe, uh, conjoined twins back in the 80s. So anyone that talks about, uh, you know, we, we still live in plantation times or, or slavery times. They are so misguided. Here's here's my next question, Ron. I only have like two or three left. 
Uh, okay. Roger Stone and General Mike Flynn endorsed you. What other strategies that you can publicly share without going into your, your secret? Uh, please talk about where your campaign is going to defeat Adam Schiff. Well, my, my, came, my campaign is going to the people. Um, Adam Schiff has been in office way too long. Um, he's about, he's for himself. He's not for the people. I'm in LA all the time. I was just there yesterday in downtown Fort LA. Um, and whenever I'm down in, in Los Angeles, it's like I have to walk through the streets looking down because I'm dodging the poop stains and the pee stains that are on the sidewalk. It's, it's, it's really, it's so bad. And, and then I look at Adam Schiff on TV, always talking about, you know, we're fighting for democracy, we're fighting for this, we're doing this for our country. And I'm like, why don't you do something for your district? Because your district is, is in shambles. You have the, the people who are working minimum wage jobs have to drive their kids to school or daycare and then drive themselves to work. With gas, $6.29 a gallon. So you're basically paying, you know, every half hour you work, you're paying for a gallon of gas. How do you mm -hmm. feed your family? How do you pay your bills? How do you pay your rent? How do you pay your mortgage? How do you do any of this in California when it's so unaffordable? You know, I have programs that I want to help give people a hand up, not a handout. Like I've talked in 2020 about my FHA program, which I've actually had an opportunity to talk to Ben Carson about when he was HUD secretary. And he said that that's something that he, he commended me for that idea because he says that is something that he's been trying to get worked on as well. So where you, you go and you use your, your, your rental history. Cause some people, I got this idea because I, I ran to an Uber driver who was renting for 20 years to zero, 20 years, basically bought his landlord's house and has no, and has no equity, no ownership, nothing to pass down to the children, but yet they want to hand out section eight vouchers like it's candy. So they get people dependent. You can't pass down a Section 8 voucher to your children, but you could pass down a house to your children. So I wanted to, so where your FHA program, um, your loan is based on your rental history, not just your credit score, because we know as a private organization that can control um, certain people's lives, where they live, what kind of car they drive, even when they go on vacation, because if you don't have the money or a credit card to pay for a vacation, how are you going on vacation? They control your life and um, including not being able to have home ownership, not being have, having something to pass down to your children. And, it, and there's research has shown that high home ownership in neighborhoods, there's a lower crime rate and a higher graduation rate. So we need as a community as for, you know, um, and this mostly affects um, minority people and, um, and low income people. That you know, and but you're you're low income, but you're paying rent. Sometimes you're paying two and three times in rent than what you would pay in a mortgage. So that's something that is moving and progressing forward to to give Americans an opportunity to participate in the American dream. And Adam Schiff is not doing that. Adam Schiff is about Adam Schiff, and I'm tired of him using his privilege. They want to talk about you know, he can talk about it. 
Nancy Pelosi can talk about it. Every every white politician can talk about uh, on the Democrat side can talk about white privilege and that Republicans have white privilege and white males are are oppressive and blah 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 blah. Well, Adam Schiff, I don't know if you looked in the mirror lately, <laughs> but you are a white male. Are you using white privilege to stay in office? Are you oppressing minorities that want to run for want to run for office and and participate and and help America? You are, unless there's a D behind their name and he can control them. That's so, right. That's right. Gavin Newsom, white male. Adam Schiff, white male. Um, uh, 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 Mr. Garcetti, Los Angeles mayor, soon to be the Indian ambassador to the to the United States, white male. Most, or not say most, but a lot of Californians who claim, or government politicians who claim that white privilege is hurting Black America. Many of these politicians are white males. Joe Biden using it all day long. <laughs> His cabinet, with the exception of, uh, I think he has maybe one or two black faces in his ca- his cabinet. Most of his cabinet is white males. Yeah. Now, Smona, now you know Smaller Harris is not the most qualified VP, but he picked her because she was black. How insulting. And then his Supreme Court justice pick. I mean, I'm like, I'm sorry. I mean, it's an opportunity. And maybe I'd be shooting myself in the foot, but I'd be like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be your token. Mm-hmm. I don't want you. You just publicly said, I'm your token. You know what? And you mm-hmm. and, and I'm going. I'm going. You're going to. You're going to walk me out there in front of the cameras like you. You know, like you the slave master with me, and I'm in chains, and you. I'm on the auction block because you need. You need a, a black nominee so that you can look good in the black community. She's a token. Kamala Harris is a token. And, and it's just, you know, it's frustrating for black Americans who actually have qualifications or, you know, white America and, uh, you know, Latin Americans, um, you know, and um, Asian Americans uh, who actually have qualifications. But it's like, uh, you need not apply because we, we don't need an Asian token right now. We need a black token. Well, we'll maybe we'll get to you in a, in a couple of years. We'll see how the Asian population is doing. If we, if we need to save face and look good for the Asian population, yeah, then we'll, then we'll nominate one of you guys. I mean, that is literally what the Democrat party does. They don't look at, you know, and, and what did Martin Luther King said? Hmm? Content of your character, not the color of your skin. That's right. That is, that applies to everyone. That's right. So here's uh, I got one, maybe two more questions to go. So what is your sentiment about how Democrats feel? And we're talking about Democrats in Los Angeles. I feel about the Democrat Party, especially with all the tyranny, with the, the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors. We got this borderline communism uh, that uh, has uh, spread with 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 uh, Tony Fauci and the Bill Gates jabs and forcing children to take the mRNA jabs in the LA Unified School District, the forced masking of, of children in, in Los Angeles. Uh, I can just tell you this, Rhonda, my 25-year-old son, who's a Cal Poly graduate and, and works in the engineering field, lives in Santa Monica. And he has oh, wow. been red-pilled. 
and hundreds of his techie friends in Santa Monica and WeHo will never vote for a Democrat. They're ready. My son even said the other day, he, he sends me emails before I was sending him emails about stuff re regarding uh, conservatism and the Republican Party. Now my 25 year old son is sending me emails pro Trump. That's right. President Donald John Trump emails. How do you see this this demographic, this political demographic uh, changing? Uh, and I think it's this windfall for you. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to use this term in a, in, a, in a kind of a different way. So we hear this, uh, you know, we always hear woke, right? Um, this person's woke. Well, it's true, but it's the other way around. That's right. This son is woke. <laughs> he, he's not sleeping. He's not living in the matrix anymore. He actually, he took the red pill and woke up because he sees what's going on. And a lot of people are, and a lot of people who were, you know, um, just, you know, enchanted by the Democrat party. Now, you know, the curtain is falling and they're seeing the wizard. You know, this is this is not, you know, the the party that wants to help people and see America thrive. This is a party that's trying to actually um, convert us to an entirely different governing governing system. You know, and that's and I think it starts by, you know, it, it started when everyone's you know, in school and that, and, and things change where you're saying this is a democracy. This is a democracy. You know, our country's a democracy. But no, our country is, unless, you, you know, when you read the Constitution, our country is a republic. That means it's run by the people. The power is from the people and flows down to the elected officials, not the other way around. And, and so, you know, now it's like it's, it's fading out that we are a republic and, and it's getting it's confusing to people now. And um, and so when you when you when you when you, you know, misinform what type of government we have, you can transform it into whatever you want to. And I think now more people are waking up and they're waking up because they tip their hand with the. Um, with how they how they um, handle the pandemic and grabbing power and taking power from the people. They took the power from the people, locked those people down, um, mentally, you know, devastated people, psychologically, broke them, broke them down. Because, you know, first thing you have to do is you have to mentally break people down before you can control them. I mean, that's, you know, it's almost like, it's almost like the United States became, got that, got that pimp mentality on, on America, you know, broke them down, took, them, took, you know, don't have any money. Oh, here's, here's, um, you know, stimulus money. Here's, um, you know, COVID money. You know, now they're giving them stuff and, and taking care of them, making them dependent on them. And, um, and that's, that's what they did with COVID. Then, when they came with the mandate, oh, when they came with the mandate, no, the, the the normal progressive liberal granola moms came after that because they were going <laughs> after their baby. You know, did they not forget that it was it was the 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 mother the liberal mothers who fought against the the back um, the mandated vaccine? 
the childhood mandated vaccines on their children? Did they not forget those, that that was those moms doing that? And now they're talking about mandates again on these vaccines and masks. And, the, and, they, and so they lost a big chunk of their base. The liberal moms who normally would go for um, who normally would go for, um, you know, voting for Democrats and liberals were like they were like, no. Oh no, we switched over. We're voting Republican now. So I think I, I think they they completely out outdone themselves. The Democrats right. and, and people people are waking up. People are people are coming out of the matrix now. They're they don't want to live in that that fake fuzzy world because they know it's fake. And um, and so I think we're going to see um, you know we're going to see a change in voting. I think it's already happening. So Rhonda, I always enjoy interviewing you. It's uh, you're like uh, the sister I never had. So I'm a little older than you by maybe I don't know a few years, <laughs> but I don't like people trying to pick on my little sister. So <laughs> how can people learn more about your campaign, and how can they help you defeat Adam Schiff? Well, they can they can visit my website again. You know, it's rondaskennedy.com. So Rhonda was no with no H and um, you know come on and support me follow me on social media be my keyboard uh, warriors um, you know when when misinformation comes out um, because I don't always see it because I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy fighting that fight um, I'm not just I'm not just running for office and, and thinking about myself I'm I'm trying to save my country I'm trying to save my state I am literally in a in a war um, and so I, and I need everyone's support. I mean, it, and any dollar helps, um, you know, me to defeat Adam Schiff. So, you know, donate, volunteer, be a keyboard warrior, anything you can do. Um, just send me a, an encouraging, um, you know, email, um, or call. And, um, that, that helps too. I see all the, I see the emails and the support and, and trust me, even though I don't, I may not be able, personally be able to get back to everyone. I do read every single email and it's very encouraging, and it does lift me up um, a lot of times. All righty. Well, Rhonda Kennedy at RhondaKennedy.com. That's Rhonda without the H. I want to thank you for being a uh, Real People USA podcast guest on this Friday morning. Uh, take care, and I know that we will be uh, uh, talking soon and, and probably working together soon, so have a great day. You too. Thanks so much, Rick. Always All a right. pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Okay.